listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My black face fades. Hiding inside the black granite, I said I wouldn't. Damn it, no tears. I'm stone. I'm flesh. My clouded reflection eyes me like a bird of prey, the profile of night. Slanted against morning, I turn this way. The stone lets go, lets me go. I turn that way. I'm inside the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Again, depending on the light to make a difference. I go down the five, 58,022 names, half expecting to find my own in letters like smoke. I touch the name Andrew Johnson. I see the booby traps, white flash, names shimmer on a woman's blouse. But when she walks away, the names stay on the wall. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on Sunday. Ready to do some podcasting, y'all. We are. Mm-hmm. Let's get out here and get in these streets, these podcasting streets, to talk about things. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the Blackout Tips, leave us five-star reviews. We really do love when you guys do that. It makes our days. We got so many yesterday. It was so good. Um, we appreciate everybody takes time out yes. to do that. Uh, you can also do stuff like go to the blackouttips.com, vote in the polls, uh, leave comments, leave us emails, the blackouttips at gmail.com, leave voicemails, two minutes or less, 704-557-0186. Just, uh, leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186, two minutes or less. Um, there is a timer. It will cut your ass off. Yeah. You'll be talking and this thing you know you're not no more. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions we have a couple audio play albums out i feel like we tell you about them every week this week being no exception the name of them uh you can find them on spotify you can find them on uh title you can find them on uh you know apple music you can find it on amazon the name of the albums are sunspot and other ratchetness and the best of rod and karen go find those go check them out leave us reviews listen to them let us know what you think guys we appreciate y'all taking the time out to do that yes all right guys let's talk about the news okay all kinds of stuff is happening in the news and uh we talks about it that's what we do guys uh so yesterday was the march for our lives a lot of kids showing up and showing out um very well organized event it was. um went off without a hitch uh, a lot of um a lot of marginalized voices getting to speak like whoever's working with these kids and um whether behind the scenes or whatever whoever they've gotten with or just if they've come up with it on their own Very these kids are extremely well organized and smart yes they are and uh you know they definitely seem like the types to um like i said to either have learned a lot from social media and stuff or to gotten with people that organized behind the scenes and they're good at that kind of stuff and whoever's art organizing it if it's not the kids is because i mean it's such a big deal i'm imagining there's adults involved um those people also props to them because they're staying out of out of it and behind the scenes which is the best thing to do because it's not about you be like hey the the you know i can see the kids saying these are the things you want to accomplish and that's cool we help you accomplish those things like we're here to assist we're not here to take over a lot of adults have a tendency to want to take over shit when you're not the voice of the child the child needs to be able to speak for them you know because the, the, these are children the children have these voices they have these views and just let them be um 
and i think too i guess in my opinion i do like to but like this things have changed so much even how people promote themselves for student council president and all that stuff you know a lot of that stuff's probably online now so a lot of them have already been prepared slowly for running and being in the spotlight not all of them you know in mm-hmm. some shape form of fashion because something as small quote unquote as a student council is big to is you know it's big time you know to somebody running for those positions so like you said social media has taught them to be more social savvy and you have to well it's not and it's not like these kids could have been prepared to do this correct i mean nobody knows that someone's gonna shoot up their school and three weeks later you're on national tv giving speeches and shit you know people looking to you for hope for the future and solutions and political activism and shit i mean it's it's a hell of a situation to be in you know and especially in today's limelight where people consider attention to be currency so you know there's the jealousy you got to deal with there's the yeah you're 11 years old but when you gave your speech you didn't consider this angle of it 11 year old so you know like there's that and then you got just and that and those are the people on your side quote unquote right then you got a bunch of people that are actively like we don't want your ass there um you're fucking up the gun money you're fucking up the gun lobbyist it um i'm just here to tell you how fucking stupid and and terrible kids are and they shouldn't even be allowed to speak so you got you got all these people coming at you and you know hopefully you got more people being vocally on your side and supporting you correct and detracting from you but you know it's still like all this attention i know i at that age i wasn't ready to deal with that shit you know um uh i know there were kids that got up there like one of them got up there and threw up halfway through her speech and then she finished her speech um there was a little black girl who's only 11 who gave a great speech about you know all the black girls and black people that have been killed by gun violence and you know it's not you know like these lives are also taking my guns and there was a lot of people you know well what does this have to do with you know the parkland shooting and it's like well the the march is for against gun violence gun violence you know <laughs> one of the dudes from the beatles was out there because his homeboy died from gun violence uh and it fucked up the whole group like but it fucked up you know he lost a friend to this shit you know um so it's you know but there's also like when you talk about gun violence you're stepping into a debate that's been going on for a long time and people already had their camps people had their talking points and you don't want to stigmatize mental illness you don't want to um put too much of the power in the state because you have to deal with systemic racism and shit i don't know how these kids handle that at that age because i wouldn't have been able to you know what i mean i would have just been saying shit and been in the i would have been on msnbc saying something wild and y'all would have been like cancel this 14 year old you know but um props to those kids and like i said the organizers behind uh who helped them um along the way as well because like i said it hasn't even become about those people whoever they are and bigger than that shout out to their parents or 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 the guardians in their lives for even allowing them to do that because there's some parents that be like yeah i know you hurt but fuck that you're not going on tv i don't want you to be like like some parents are really staunch on i don't want my child to be thrust into things like this yeah um yeah i can understand parents being like nah you know to a certain extent but this is their movement and their lives are now on the front line so i feel like we don't really get to tell them nah you'll be amazed how many parents will still be like you ain't gonna do this <laughs> oh i'm not amazed i'm not i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you karen okay i'm saying if i was a parent Correct. and i felt any kind of way about the idea of my kid having to deal with all this shit 
this their lives are literally the ones on the line here correct so i feel like you know for us to put our shit on top of this is all because we as a generation couldn't handle our shit right so now you got this kid you know these kids um giving uh speeches at at march for our lives um that is essentially it's a huge mark of failure on the american system it is so you know that's what i'm saying i'm not saying no no parents should feel like that i'm saying parents the no matter how these parents feel the ball's now in these kids court because we don't do what we're supposed to do right and so you know i applaud uh the children and i applaud the parents that allowed that them to do that because some parents i understand the parents job is to protect but like you say this is something that's directly impacting these children lives not that it doesn't directly impact the adults lives but the adults are coming from a completely different perspective than these children yeah no the school you know like the other thing is like a lot of the kids that weren't white got erased in the whole coverage of the shit but the white kids have stayed on message and been aware of the erasure and been like actively being like hey this is fucked up y'all are asking us particular questions on purpose our school is 25 percent black the only place i saw a black kid interviewed about this that went to the school the daily show with trevor noah so shout out to trevor noah on the daily show for doing the work that i guess other mainstream outlets didn't really do that well um unless you gotta wait till the weekend and see what joy reed's talking about you know like there's very few spaces where i feel like black people can go for our news where our perspective is considered or centered so but yeah shout out to the daily show that was i didn't realize until i was watching the interview i was like wait i didn't even see a black kid in any of this coverage that i've seen of this of the shooting stuff and uh yeah that and shout out to that black kid because he was the one who said i don't want teachers to have guns because i'm black and i'm in the south and they might shoot me i'm like yes that is what black people think or it gets erased from the conversation unless you make an effort to 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 talk to those black kids yes and i am um i'm glad like you said our elementary school on the 14th sorry i don't know i don't know why that my name is there we go all right i think that fixed it go ahead okay and also um i am um glad that a lot of the white people that are coming forward and speaking because white people gonna white but there are some um a percentage of white people that have came forth and actually went to i forgot it was a young man who actually went to like uh uh he spoke in front of black people and he was talking to them about the march and how it affects them and things like that so it's one of those things where a lot of these children realize it's bigger than just their situation a lot of them have things have been brought to the forefront have been brought to their attention that has challenged them to realize that it's actually bigger than us mm-hmm. and what we're doing and i'm glad what and, what is that can you explain a little more in detail what happened you said he was talking to black people what happened yes um i've been seeing a post going on or online about this white boy who actually i don't i don't know if it was an organization or a church but he was speaking to a group of black people and he was saying that they he has been seeing them being left out and 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 black people have been affected too and he was speaking um on behalf and like saying that they should be included in things like that um like i said i didn't really get into it but from my pieces you know if somebody else knows more detail than that let me know um and so i've been seeing them reach out to minority groups and things like that you know and like you say with the uh diversity of the speakers and and it was a lot of uh black 
uh groups that actually went out and participated in the march i've seen a lot of people pictures of uh young men and women on buses traveling and 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 with adults you know to participate in these marches in various cities so it's something that i'm glad it brought a lot of people together uh in this situation because like you say the march was about gun violence not just white children dying but just gun violence period yeah gun this gun violence shit touches us all correct you know black people somebody what, said david hogg is his yeah name? i just searched for it okay um black people whether it's in our in our communities without our communities when police kill us with guns um you know even um even like um the suicide you know things like this like the you know um we people talk about mental health issues but people with mental health issues are actually more likely to be killed by a gun you know um so like this is literally this literally could save lives and i know one of the things people keep bringing up is no one's trying to take your guns they're trying to get sensible gun ownership i'm not in that group of people i do think we should give up all the guns the countries that have done so don't have these things happening and that's a fact their kids go to school. statistics say that their kids go to school and their kids don't have to take drills to to live and if that makes me the crazy person i'll be the crazy person because um that's the only actual solution to all this everything else is like an acceptable compromise of a solution where kids and people will still continue to die in large numbers in america because these guns are already out there and they exist and y'all aren't taking them back um so even even if you stop right now we're still what we would be saying is uh okay guys look if we said tonight no more selling new guns cool we still had the same amount of killing as we always have because the guns still exist and the guns aren't going anywhere so um you know but i feel people though you know i know what i'm saying is not the thing that people would listen to so i get it uh anyway here's the speech by naomi wadler she's only 11 naomi and i'm 11 years old Me and my friend Carter led a walk out at our elementary school on the 14th. We walked out. We walked out for 18 minutes, adding a minute to honor Cortland Arrington, an African American girl who was the victim of gun violence in her school in Alabama after the Parkland shooting. I am here today to represent Cortland Arrington. I am here today to represent Hadia Pendleton. I. I am here today to represent Tiana Thompson, who at just 16 was shot dead in her home here in Washington, D.C. I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories don't make the front page of every national newspaper. Whose stories don't lead on the evening news. I represent the African-American women who are victims of gun violence, who are simply statistics instead of vibrant, beautiful girls at full of potential. It is my privilege to be here today. I am indeed full of privilege. My voice has been heard. I am here to acknowledge their stories, to say they matter, to say their names, because I can, and I was asked to be. For far too long, these names, these black girls and women, have been just numbers. I'm here to say, never again for those girls, too. 
here to say that everyone should value those girls too. People have said that I am too young to have these thoughts on my own. People have said that I am a tool of some nameless adult. It's not true. My friends and I might still be 11, and we might still be in elementary school, but we know. We know life isn't equal for everyone, and we know what is right and wrong. We also know that we stand in the shadow of the Capitol, and we know that we have seven short years until we, too, have the right to vote. So I'm here today to honor the words of Toni Morrison. If, if, there's a, if there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. everyone here and everyone who hears my voice to join me in telling the stories that aren't told. To honor the girls, the women of color who were murdered at disproportionate rates in this nation. I urge each of you to help me write the narrative for this world and understand so that these girls and women are never forgotten. Thank you. So that was her speech. 11 years old. Wow. Right? Like, um, but yeah, it's, it's like some of the things that have come out of there, it's been so, uh, good to see because, uh, you do have people that, um, like I said, like a march like this, in my mind, I think most of us are like, and then it'll probably just be these white kids and that'll be it, you know, especially the whole thing with the white mamas crying, their tears, da 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 da. But it wasn't the parents. It wasn't, you know, it was, it was like the kids and the kids vision, um, whether it's organized or whatever, whoever helped, but the kids vision was much more inclusive, I think, than a lot of people even thought it was going to be. Um, so, you know, good for them. And like I said, they'll still be held up to scrutiny because nothing's perfect. So they'll still, I'm sure if I search enough, there'll be people that are like, fuck them kids or they fucked this up or they left that out. Um, what i do know is armed white men showed up to intimidate the kids uh with like ar-15s and shit just showed up to the march <laughs> um like the there's a side of this that really is people thinking that they are um their own demographic of americans like like armed americans the same way we have afro-americans or latino americans or uh whatever like it's i'm an armed american motherfucker like y'all discriminating against me and my right to own this weapon um so yeah these white men mostly white men uh showed up armed with uh guns and shit overlooking the uh march you know trying to intimidate these people it's, there's nothing more pathetic than people like this but at the same time it's, it says a lot about our country that we allow this shit um so yeah they just they just showed up with guns and shit i have a question do you have the uh you might not have it uh but the speech that um what's the other dude uh david hall, david hall? yeah you have that speech he has a couple speeches out is it from the march or is it from another day or what i, I, I didn't know he spoke at the march yeah okay. yeah so i don't know because uh, he has a few speeches out i don't want to okay. just click on random speeches but 
if y'all give me more context than that or put a link in the chat to it i'll I'll take that yeah um because uh like i said they 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 i think he's been speaking a few times uh since this thing happened which was like three weeks ago so you know when i look on here it's it's a few okay i I can let me go let me go dig real quick okay um so uh yeah that's um that that was interesting to see you know and i'm glad that uh people were able to um to hear like a bunch of different voices and a bunch of kids talking you know like i don't know what's gonna move the needle forward on this conversation and i don't expect this necessarily to be it but i don't know it's got to be better than what the fuck everybody else has been doing Come you on. know uh black lives matter by the way has called the nra a terrorist organization and that's what they are and um yeah because the nra filed a lawsuit to raise the age to buy guns um yeah um the black lives matter movement slammed the national rifle association on friday after the group filed a lawsuit against the florida legislation that could raise the age to buy rifles to 21 civil rights organization retweeted the associated press they called the nra a terrorist organization the nra's decision to file the lawsuit comes after florida governor rick scott signed off on the senate bill 7026 in the wake of parkland school shooting when a 19 year old entered marjorie stoneman douglas high school with an ar-15 rifle and killed 17 people this bill punishes law-abiding gun owners for the criminal acts of a deranged individual uh executive director of the nra institute for legislative action chris w cox said um securing our schools and protecting the constitutional right of americans are not mutually exclusive so uh, i'm not surprised that that was the one they sued about either like of course <laughs> all the other shit they was oh uh, yeah give the teachers guns uh just you know uh, that's cool whoa 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 someone might buy less guns <laughs> i don't think so those are important gun buying years them three years between 18 and 21 um yeah when the nra issued a public call to their constituents inciting violence against people who are constitutionally fighting for their lives we don't take that lightly said black lives matter la member uh fun milola fag bamilla sorry fag bamilla okay. in response i found i found the one okay so what you want me posted in the chat sure okay page all right uh I'll, I'll i'll get right on that give me one second no no problem uh but yeah um the nra issued uh public call oh yeah black lives matter black lives matter activists also slammed the nra for not responding to the death of philando castile come on which you know we knew was you know what that was as always <laughs> um so yeah they uh you know they and they they just basically ignore when anything black happens you know the kid that got killed in sacramento the cop said he had a gun and no way shape or form they thought he had a gun but he had a phone but what if he was a legally registered gun owner they still could have killed him it's it not like they knew that when they pulled the trigger it don't matter yeah it just don't matter like your your right to have a gun is just not the same so um <laughs> your, your black right to have a gun has just never been a, a thing the only time the nra decided against gun uh with gun legislation that would restrict guns is during the black panther days when black people were trying to arm themselves or protect themselves against police come on so 
uh all right here's the uh the the speech you sent me so we're here today in dc um not only for our march but to make sure that each and every one each and every single american that's out here that has been affected by gun that has had their that have seen the loss of their brothers their sisters their mothers their parents and their boyfriends too we've seen again and again the media focus on school shootings and oftentimes be biased towards white privileged students many of these communities are disproportionately affected by gun violence but they don't get the same share of media attention that that we do it's important as as people of the american society and people in the media recognize this inequality and that we work to solve it first though we must call it out and we must call it for what it is and that's racial biasness towards us and many other people that's not only in the media but is in our society too as a whole it's only through working together as americans and coming together that we will solve this solution and that is why we need a unified front with each and every person today, today here in dc Hearing the stories of so many people that have been affected by gun violence, especially um, in an amazing place like D.C., where you would think where children, brothers, sisters, and so many others that are the future of our country are dying, you would think that these politicians would take action and not just make empty promises like I've heard they've done in the past and that they've done with us too, but actually take action, not only for us, but for the future of America and D.C. and children everywhere. What we need to realize, though, is so long as we have this unified front and we come together stronger as Americans and we work together to solve this and we hold our politicians accountable, we must continue to do so because, in all honesty, they do not care if we do not get out and vote. If we do not stand up and make our voices heard as Americans, they will not take action. We have to make our voices heard. I want to make sure that these students, too, get their chance to speak because their voices are just as important as mine because no matter what, no matter what your race, creed, ethnicity, religion, or class, at the end of the day, we're all Americans and we all suffer the same. We all bleed the same red blood. So I want to leave you on this final note. If you're out there listening right now and you think that this is something that can and will not affect you, I want to inform you that I thought that too. I thought that even though I knew about these topics and I'd been debating them for the past four years through speech and debate, that this wouldn't affect me. And it was through the realization that it would that I only stood up and took action. But now we together as Americans, regardless of whether or not you've been affected, regardless of what your race is, regardless of your ethnicity or religion, we must stand up together as a unified front as Americans and fight for change because no one else will. Thank you. Oh. And the way you can do that, one of the best ways to start off this fight for our lives is by marching with us on Saturday, the 24th of March, to make our voices heard as Americans so we can fight for change. Thank you. All right. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was good. You know, I'm glad that they're 
reaching out i'm glad that they got other people involved i'm glad they see other people whoever's instructing them behind the scenes and stuff like the optics of it looks good so yeah i'm i'm you know proud of those kids and like i said yesterday i'm not gonna let the obvious double standard um which they seem to be aware of and speaking about i'm not gonna let that stop me from um really supporting these kids and 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 wishing the best for them because um you know if nothing else we need like young people to feel involved because they are on the front lines in very many ways and it's not fair that they are and they didn't get it they don't get a, a, a voice in a lot of this shit but then when when they're dead when they're on the ground when their friends are killed when they're learning you know drills in school about how to deal with an active shooter well why why shouldn't they have a voice you know I, I i've never had to go through that in my school you know that's a travesty so why shouldn't they be able to talk about it you know so um anyway good good for them um speaking of support for the march selena gomez supports the march on instagram she said protect kids not guns yay selena gomez she out here supporting the march for our lives karen gotta give her them props right okay did she say something else because i like it's most of the story oh she said something else and i had not forgotten okay some of us have very long memories selena gomez mm-hmm. i remember when selena gomez was dissing black lives matter talking about a hashtag not gonna solve nothing i'm just saying what changed so fast can what could have possibly changed so fast she captured the post protect kids not guns she was moved by this she said march for our lives protect kids not guns hashtag march for our lives yes yes queen i feel you selena i appreciate the support but uh yeah when she was talking about black lives matter and uh she was tweeting about it it was a little bit different can can you imagine i can't imagine why but she said uh there are more important things to talk about why can't people use their voice for something that fucking matters all right we covered that i remember that mm-hmm someone replied good question why haven't you or taylor not said anything about black lives matter or police brutality and then she replied oh lol so that means if i hashtag something i save lives no i could give two fucks about size you don't know what i do but hashtag march for our lives yay watch for the white lies because that's that's the only thing to change white children got shot up right all right selena i'll see you dog um anyway um speaking of gun violence a bronx woman was fatally shot uh, by an off-duty correction officer who claimed his gun went off accidentally i don't believe him a correction officer has been charged after a woman was fatally shot inside a Bronx apartment building overnight. The officer claims his gun went off accidentally. The single gunshot woke up people who live in the building uh, around 10.30 p.m. Wednesday night. Uh, the 35-year-old Marie Fay is dead at, on the scene, and the 42-year-old correction officer Elaine Samba um, 
uh was found with a gun samba of ogden avenue claims his weapon went off accidentally uh he said he was cleaning it when it fired he's charged with criminally negligent homicide builder superintendent jose perez said he was shocked to hear that faye who was a nurse would ever be near a gun she smiled all the time i could not say one negative thing about her she was a fantastic person her career as a nurse was taken off i can't believe this happened yeah i i, I wonder if it was some domestic shit possibility you know what i mean like i wonder if that was if that's what happened you know um because once again we talk about gun violence a lot of times you know people get so caught up in the optics of school shootings and workplace shootings and mass shooters and spree killers man a lot of people are just killing like women children lgbtq people marginalized people other other black people other white people like a lot of people just killing they kids kids accidentally killing their parents shit like that like not everything is just some fucking um you know uh motherfucker with an ar-15 you know and i don't know what's gonna be done about that because everyone's just kind of agreeing on the on the well yeah we shouldn't be killing people with ar-15s i mean that's too much it's like a bunch of other shit too dog um so yeah we'll see what happens with that but um it sounds real fishy you know um and i noticed that american publications are not putting the officer's picture up no you got her picture probably plastered everywhere right her picture is is all over the place but his picture is is not no Um, you're protecting him right so very interesting choice there um anyway um let's see what else we got here that just i feel like had to come full circle with the gun talk that's all um so apparently there's this pastor that we've covered on the show before because he be cussing remember him that dude yes he likes to cuss well he apparently has gotten himself in some hot water okay uh folks have been coming for his throat and he isn't one to hide he was recently spotted hugged up with a big booty instagram model and people went in on him not the big booty models mm-hmm mm-hmm even the pastor like him with big booties they like him thick <laughs> i guess so i mean pastor gotta pastor gotta have a life too um but yeah he uh apparently um the it was a video where he uh that was taken a few months ago where he went uh went uh to a dance party um and uh it was some big chested women there oh wait i might can show y'all this on the screen hold on um i mean look memories come from the lord come on everything he made was good mm-hmm. and even if it's like the plastic memories i mean the lord gave us plastic to enhance those memory glands i mean what can we say you know um uh let me see uh oh it's possible so of course it's gonna take forever to load we'll just let it load um but yeah i just remember him being a cussing pastor and uh you know he likes to likes to get into it likes to get out there and let the world know people gonna be following you around that by you sending motherfuckers and bitches and hoes he has to let y'all know okay jesus might have cussed 
his words was in red no so that that says anger to me i don't think that meant for God. the bible could be he- heavily edited for all we know he could have been like you motherfucking pharaohs i can't believe this shit he's like <laughs> you got my bitch mary up here she a hoe like maybe that's how he was talking and we just you know paul or whoever was transcribing we, we, it we got the radio uh edit. clean radio edit version he's like we got to sell this book in walmart we got to take all this cussing out jesus the kids got to read this you know walmart don't like all that filth flying filth um all right i'm just gonna let this shit load in the background because you know it is bossip and it takes forever um we'll get back to his funny news in a minute um but yeah um there was somebody that posted on uh on instagram that got mad that said when did so-called straight men start having a problem oh wait hold up this is his response to people getting mad at him okay all right when did so-called straight men start having a problem with a man laying his head on some titties wait what how is that so now i gotta be gay to be like <laughs> you be cussing out all these people for sinning and now you out here rubbing up on some titties and seeing kind of contradictory pastor now i gotta be gay because of that no 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 heterosexual man could be like mm, that doesn't seem that on, on right. brand. come on just some random titties sir come on a pastor is just a man no more no less but in the traditional church you have been taught that the pastor is not supposed to be manly which is the reason most of them are sneaking around i'm glad when i see a man doing what a man's supposed to do and admitting and having desire for a woman some of you are fake ass church folks so act heavenly until you are no no earthly good okay all right i mean that is i mean that's definitely one way to think about it i had not thought of it that way i'm glad that they uh brought that to my attention you know it could just be that we're not used to seeing pastors keep it real oh here's a video of him wow that's a loud ass i turned it down a little bit but he is on there's a lot of titties i mean why why are they shouting the pastor out in the club talking about i'm gonna be on the show though who is this dj who is this dj how do i book him for parties i just want to know you're like now part of the past i see you on them titties now we're gonna have to talk about this Mm-mm. on the show <laughs> you will not be djing my functions <laughs> negro con too we're gonna have to have this dude Mm-mm. show up and uh dj the whole party that's what we need no sir to everybody business nope you will not be djing my parties well you know what i mean it's good to see a manly man out here having you know worshiping god karen okay this is the problem this is why all them other pastors out here cheating and sneaking around is because they can't just get out here with these girls and dance and put their head on some titties and shit mm-mm, mm-mm. i do not approve any of this okay all right let's feel feel a little bit of judgment coming off of you over there karen uh i don't know why uh i don't know why what's illegal about this why why you do you even have a problem with it 
I mean, pastor got to live a life too. I mean, but I can also look at look at you and be like, okay. Yeah, feel like some feel like you hating a little bit. I don't know how you guys feel in the chat, but y'all feel like Karen hating a bit on this uh on this pastor just because he like big breasts and hugged up on Instagram models. Oh man, he even got a picture. Well, he really is on some titties, though. Oh wow, the picture is even worse than the dancing. <laughs> right when you took it down. Hold we- on, I put it back up. Hold on. Oh man, that is. Oh, this this is gonna be a tough one to excuse. I don't. I don't know how I can. I don't know how I can excuse this. J- James Manning might have uh might have a high, a better case. Uh, <laughs> Jay, Pastor James Manning might have some words for this dude oh he is oh what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy mm-hmm. so that's him on some titties he said one of my fans cookie dropped by to meet me and get a hug who hug like that i don't know i i didn't know i that, that that's what's hot in the street to the hooks also somebody go get your grandmama okay this your is great not aunt. okay this yeah this this is not okay <laughs> mm-hmm. got your aunt cookie out here looking all crazy oh and he is all of on them titties man oh my god oh wow she must not have nothing better to do that day she was like listen it's titty time okay and i'm a fan mm-hmm she like <laughs> he come out she came out his house i see that some of you as men have a problem with me posting a picture of a fan who dropped by my office and i'm laying my head on her titties when did men start having problems with another man laying his head on a set of titties i'm a man i'm a pastor yes if your pastor does not admire a beautiful woman he must admire a beautiful man please understand that pastors are men too and you need to understand that when i'm on this page it's all about business it's all about marketing it's all about branding it ain't all about the church i am a pastor who happens to be a television talk show host so i don't give a fuck what you think I like pussy. I like women. And I'm going to keep on liking it. Now, if you don't like none, try get something. You might like it. Okay. I, 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 I see that some of you as men have a oh, problem. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. still talking. Go ahead. I was not uh, ready uh, for the uh, turn your Bible to uh, a set of titties, verse 3, chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I didn't know. Maybe them some of the lost books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like that was very solid logic, and I don't have anything I can say to retort that. So, <laughs> um, I, I thought he was just gonna be talking, making no sense, but that that made pretty good sense uh, to me. I mean, I couldn't find anything, and he likes titties and and the Lord. I mean, who am I to judge? Who is me? Mm-hmm another good news taco bell is now gonna have sauce packet inspired tortilla chips coming to store soon what What do you mean you know the sauce mild yeah. fire hot okay they're gonna have tortilla chips uh, okay mm-hmm they're coming this summer so wendy's worried about mixtapes taco bell dropping them hot chips though 
Mm, I wonder what can you get a uh, one of them uh, Nacho Bell Grande with them chips. Mmm, that's a good call, Karen. They might need to holler at you. No, that's clutch right there. I mean, you gonna do the chips, put them to use. Mm-hmm. And they got the pictures of it mild. It says it was fire's idea. Uh, fire says I knew I was your favorite. And then they got classic tortilla chips, which I mean, who would possibly want those? I mean, you get them from the store. Yeah, it's out of the it's it's out of the bag. Taco Bell tortilla chips are coming this summer. Now I gotta watch all the people do that fake thing where y'all pretend to hate Taco Bell, but y'all buy the chips. Nope. I, I want to go. I want to. Can you only get them at Taco Bell, or can you buy from the store, or is it where you can buy a bag? You know, because people might be like, I just want a bag of chips. Yeah, I think you have to go to the store they come to stores okay store store yeah oh. not taco bell the actual store to buy some chips like you buy doritos oh oh i thought you were talking about like at the store store okay Mm-hmm. but even with that they i that that's still an idea i mean shit you making them might as well send them to the stores Mm-hmm. oh wait i had one more gun article i forgot about this um a superintendent of blue mountain school district is in the spotlight after telling lawmakers in harrisburg his students protect themselves against potential school shooters with rocks rocks should pick up off the ground rocks not off the ground every classroom has been equipped with a five gallon bucket of riverstone who did you pay to go pick these riverstone what teacher did, did they have to waste daytime uh they um they uh teacher uh with what uh teacher conference time and shit like that uh picking up rocks if an armed intruder attempts to gain interest into any of our classrooms they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks they and they will be stoned i feel like he was stoned when he came up with this idea yeah i think uh oh yeah, he was smoking the rocks come five on. five gallons he was smoking dead rock because uh, them rocks this ain't no david and goliath shit them kids will be mowed down what the fuck are we talking about here they really will try everything except getting rid of the guns correct it's so wild like get these niggas some rocks then what they get shot with rocks in their hands right you throwing rocks you got somebody out here letting loose something that that, that you know throws a, a hundred bullets a minute what the fuck that's not the same at one time i just had the idea of riverstone they were the right size for hands and you can throw them very hard and they will create or cause pain which i which can distract so when one of these kids gonna hit a nigga with a red riverstone right and you talking about children fucking right. children Helso says teachers staff and students were given active shooter training through a program called alice which stands for alert lockdown inform counter evacuate and they routinely hold evacuation drills for active shooter situations but if a teacher decides to lock down a classroom there are rocks in a five gallon bu- bucket kept in every classroom closet that students could throw if shooters got inside still Helso says the rocks are seen as a last resort we had devices installed in our doors to help secure them to make it very difficult to break through we also have uh we train kids to talk about barricading the doors a teenager who was a senior at blue mountain high school said he and other students liked the plan it matters because it will help protect the schools anything helps rocks are better than books and pencils this is what we got our kids out here thinking about parents like it as well at this point we have to get creative we have to protect our kids first and foremost throwing rocks it's an option said dory bornstein but not everyone thinks that it's a practical line of defense i think that's rather comical said one college student 
um it's a absurd arm the teacher said a parent so now you can have the shooter shooting the kids and the teacher shooting the kids Helsel says the district has no plans to arm teachers however blue mountain does have a maintenance employee who is trained and certified to work as a school security and is armed the custodian has got a gun mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does he get paid extra for that at least i hope he does the guy that has to put that powdered rock shit on top of throw up also slanging the heat come on got to go clean the toilets that kids done puked in right that guy he's also carrying a gun mm-hmm. the dude taking out the trash probably driving the school buses too all right all right good luck to everybody out there i'm so glad i did not have children i'm so glad this is this is the things we are saying is okay i I don't know how y'all that have kids are not just every day waking up slapping somebody in the fucking face come on every day going for the juggler going what the fuck is wrong with you this is this is ridiculous this is ridiculous um all right let's do some fucking with black people guys Mm mm-hmm very gun heavy episode today a lot of gun news and bullets yeah oh well just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from so zero to a hundred what are you really marching what is it though? because from where i'm standing in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody everybody and y'all already got a little bit of a clip of a preview but oh lord yeah i know sometimes i try to cue shit up and it's funny whenever i don't whenever i cue it up behind the scenes it'd be like i'm not working fuck this shit but then when i don't uh it just goes it looks like i'm gonna make it work so i have to ask all right now uh so there's a video going around on nra tv not to be confused with nre tv yeah those are two different channels (laughs) my favorite show come on nre um so uh nra tv is apparently a youtube channel for you guessed it the nra and they had this dude named um conan noir oh colian noir uh who is a um black man who dresses in all black and he's very pro second amendment he has a a necklace that has a bullet on it mm, um okay that's how you know he's down with the hippity hop not the hippity hop what'd you say karen i said so you know he down for the calls yeah he's definitely serious about this yes he's a hundred percent is it dipped in gold no niggas like gold uh it's a silver chain because he's a modest he's not that type of negro oh okay so he's trying to floss and flaunt right no tattoos obviously Mm -mm, he not swag and dripping and stuff he does have facial hair though he does have facial hair um at any rate he does a like you some videos and stuff i've never really been peeped most of them um i've just been aware of him you know through uh on the fringes of media that i see and uh you know he's very pro gun and you know very what about the kids in chicago type you know dude um at any rate he scored a big interview he got your boy 
killer mike um to be a guest on his uh nra tv to talk about guns control so hopefully hey look we all figured hey i know killer had killer mike has some uh controversial views you know he's uh you know pro bernie but doesn't care about reparations you know he's um he lied and said that bernie invited marissa and um oh why am i drawing blank on the other girl's name i always do this marissa and he invited the two black women that interrupted him and i mean those little black girls he invited them on the stage to talk to listen and he just sat there and listened so we we've kind of got it straight from marissa's mouth that that is not what happened and but you know mike is out there carrying that water for bernie um you know when bill maher made his uh house nigger joke you know mike was the first one to get on twitter and defend him and say the real problem is you niggas don't bank black and uh you black people that's the problem you know uh killer mike's also extremely anti-obama and shit like that so it's you know he's he's in a small group of black people in a lot of spaces you know he's the you know the vast majority of black people are supportive of the obamas at minimum um he's not uh the vast black majority of black people do not fuck with the nra uh killer mike i wonder where he will land on the situation what are you really marching for because from where i'm standing it looks like a march to burn the constitution and rewrite the parts that you all first of all i want to see your hairline sorry that has nothing to do with nothing but the way he wearing his hat don't y'all want to see his hairline too i don't know we can't see him i need to see your hairline guys okay um oh okay let me put him on screen because y'all should see this this trash um uh let's get the full effect yeah i need to see his hairline because i something about the way he wearing his hat seem very deceptive okay like it's like the brim should not be below your eyebrows like the brim should be still above the brows even with the oversized fitted not a fan of this um y'all see it now yes yeah see something ain't right about that hairline need to see this nigga without a hat like and crown no one can point this out better than killer mike oh wait that was that was a bar i have to go back y'all have to hear to burn the constitution and rewrite the parts that you all like and crown so that's the way of going at the young kids who are out there who are protesting when he says rewrite the constitution and crayon trying to be like you guys are just children meanwhile nobody's a bigger fucking child than people that are worried about having their guns taken no one acts more like babies no one can point this out better than killer mike who not only knows how guns can solve the problems society faces, he can tell you firsthand what gun ownership means to this nation's safety and its structure. Close-up shots of the studio. With everything that's happened like with the Parkland shooting. Yeah. Um, very tragic. Very. And it was odd to me. I don't know why it's being done. You know, it's, it's systematic. Yeah. But this idea that because... I'm a gun owner, or I'm I'm hardcore about the Second Amendment, or yeah. you know, you know, from that perspective, it's like that doesn't mean that I lack the empathy or the ability to sympathize. Not at all. Yeah, that's not if all. anything, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. It's like we disagree about how we both want to save these kids' lives. Yeah. Period. 
But somehow, because my method doesn't agree with your method, yeah. I'm a monster. Yeah. Or something wrong with And that's with unfair. It, you know what I mean? I have worked as a tireless advocate on the behalf of children, disenfranchised women in my community. Yeah. Um, and I... I need some receipts. But go ahead. I like to I've also receipts. worked with gun groups like Georgia's Against Gun Violence that are not, you know, the, the most pro well, segment. Yeah. But I say if, if there's a table to be sat at, the gun owner needs to be there. So I kind of try to see a problem from the whole perspective. And there have been things that you've disagreed with me. There's things I disagree with you. Yeah. It's friends. We've talked. Yeah. Right? But there was something dead on that the the woman who's an NRA spokesman said. And everyone okay. just kind of lost. The, and that woman is Data Loesch, who is literally a racist. Like, there's no... She is a white supremacist. So keep in mind, they're about to talk about her in a way that goes, well, I disagree with some of the things, but them, some of the things are not some just like, oh, you know how it is. She likes AR-15s and I'm more of a nine, a Glock nine guy. Like the disagreement is literally like, you niggers need to shut the fuck up and worry about the kids in chicago and stay out of this and i'm afraid of black people and black lives matter is a terrorist organization and those are the things she says but the things that he disagrees with yeah you you just you know how it is guys into this life a little rain must fall for all of us what's her name dana 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 says something i don't agree with everything dana says but dana says that the tears of white mothers are are like ratings by the way this is another thing that finds that i find interesting like you don't you don't agree with the things everybody says right nobody does duh but you still pick your allies you still pick your sides you still pick the people you align with so you don't agree with everything bernie sanders says yet he's somehow the guy that you go support stump for lie for but wouldn't the same thing extend to hillary clinton you don't agree with everything she says when the same thing extend to Bill Maher, it's interesting who we pick is to allow to not agree with everything someone says and what gets yada yada yada. You know, when it's something like racism, I don't, I can't yada 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 that, and your black ass shouldn't either. But cool, that's your decision. And that's and that's so true. And it was so sad to hear her acknowledge it. Yeah. But it's true, and and black people know it's true because black people say it in conversations in coffin houses to themselves. There's a lot of people who think they woke out here will realize very quickly they ain't so woke. You not woke. <laughs> so, number one, her Dana Loesch said that uh, white the media is putting these kids on TV because white mother's tears sell, da-da-da-da. I didn't see black people disagreeing with her. That wasn't, that wasn't a, a bone of contention. It was, oh, you're saying this just so you can keep your guns. That's what it is. And that's that context that get, that goes missing in these conversations because it's easy to misquote somebody or to simplify overly oversimplify to the point where it's not even true anymore. People were just aware; they were cognizant of her agenda. And the same with Mike; he's going to go on later to say he's a gun owner. All these people in this conversation start from "I want to keep my gun," and they work backwards. And it, and yet they feel like they're the rational one in the room. But you start from the point of the only thing that matters in this conversation is anything that makes it sound like I'm reasonable for wanting to keep a gun, even if it means that literally thousands of people will die in America every fucking year. 
like I, as long as we understand that i get to keep my gun the outside with it and to me that's the real power of the nra that's the real power of this po- the politicians that carry water for them the people like killer mike that go on there and carry water for them that's the real power it's not this shit where oh the gun lobby is so strong they spend so much money nah there's a lot of americans who are irrationally um attached to their weapons and or the idea of having a weapon there's a lot of people that don't even have a gun that are irrationally attached to the idea of i would like to have a gun and when you fully extend that and talk about them they say it's like well if the government comes down on me nigga they they can blow your back out from their neighborhoods and never leave their house you ain't got no tanks you ain't got no drones like what the fuck are you talking about you know but it's that kind of when you start with i want to keep my gun everything else just sounds oh yeah yeah white mother's tears this is racism that's the only time y'all talk about racism y'all talk about racism when come to philando castile y'all were silent as fuck y'all so y'all are aware of the racial double standard but y'all didn't have any level of like correction on your side it's just whatever it takes to avoid the latest controversy if it was a school of black students they'd just be going what about all the black people y'all kill in y'all community if y'all really care so much that's what they would do they don't have to have a consistent line of logic when all they're trying to do is avoid responsibility <laughs> you're not woke wakanda uh, everybody had guns <laughs> now a lot of people have pointed out the fallacy in this as literally in the movie wakanda did not have guns um i would also point out that wakanda is a fictional place so that's literally like saying we should have guns because Har- well hogwarts had guns that that's a movie this is real life actual real people died in life not in the film of the black panther you know <laughs> and spears and everything else you need yeah like you don't you can't you can't you know you can't you can't continue to be the lackey yeah like people are accusing you of being a lackey of the nra well you're a lackey of the progressive movement because you now keep in mind one they're not saying he, he killer mike can't say that that dude's not a lackey as he, his 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 comeback was well y'all are lackeys of the progressives okay what's more of a lackey than literally having bernie sanders hand up your ass going now you're carrying water for him isn't he the progressive the face of the progressive movement in a lot of spaces what's more of a lackey than that than him literally using you as dollar nigga to go out here and squash down uh black people who won't support him i don't understand what's more of a lackey of the progressive than to be like um guys when bill maher makes nigga jokes is different i'm okay with that you know what i mean like what who who's really being a lackey here because these you know what i mean like a lot of these kids are just they're kids so you using this time to be like these kids are just lackeys of the progressives dog they're children and they just their friends got shot maybe they're not so pro-gun as you are is that possible that the kids disagree? Have never disagreed with the people who tell you what to do. Like, think about that. You, a, you have never disagreed with, you've never said to them, hey, hold up, hold, 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 hold on. A football player just got shot by an armed white man for a traffic argument. A black teenager got shot by an armed white man in a gas station because he got he had played his music loud where were you then yeah 
I believe we were saying that those people shouldn't have been shot. I think that was, you know, this is also the fallacy of the gun argument. It's always like, well, if those victims had guns, they'd be alive. That's not always true. Look at Parkland, the the, the school that got shot up. Deputies arrived. They had weapons. One of them's on a golf court going the other way you know not like and the other thing is like even if you have a gun you're not fully prepared for fucking combat dog this isn't the military you know like this like i'm not ready to get ptsd for your ass like for so you can feel safe it'd be much easier in this scenario to remove the one gun that killed 17 people than to give 17 more people guns i don't understand how that logic escapes cooner mike killer mike i don't understand how that kind of shit can just like evaporate you know what i mean like i was like is and I, well i do understand it's because they start with i need to have a gun and as long as you start with i have to have a gun there everything makes sense after that right like what argument well more guns obviously duh you know, put a gun on a gun nigga like what the fuck we supposed to do <laughs> give all the kids guns get the teachers gun put gun turrets on the school fucking guns on the school bus get a school bus driver gun like everybody gonna be walking around strapped like it's fucking call of duty they're supposed to be at school learning right have we lost that these kids supposed to be just doing like spanish homework math right English, social studies the biggest worry is supposed to be like does this girl like me or not and will i get a good grade on this exam those are supposed to be the words of school not will i have to kill a person today or will that person kill me but if you start from i want to own a gun then yeah it does make sense where like like like, like when you went like start call like you guys almost have to do like a girlfriend when you list all the- first of all that was a lot of stuttering i i just need to hear it again it was so good it's like this is the the token sign of a rambler that motherfucker don't know what he about to say next it's all just how do i keep my gun like that's the subtext but that nigga sound like porky pig in a gas station because he got he had played his music loud where were you then yeah where like 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 when you went like start call like you guys almost have to do like a girlfriend (laughs) when you list all the stuff you've done for the boyfriend and if you that's all folks now if you're not in a reciprocal relationship why are you in this relationship because the same people i see dogging you out will be the same people i see posting a month from now says why weren't you at our black women's march you know what does that have to do well like I, i've listened to that part several times i don't even understand the mental connection between why aren't you at the black women's march and the where were y'all during jordan when jordan davis got shot because you know who organized those marches for jordan davis as well the fuck out of here dog like and then the whole like i i know what happens is that um he's been called out so much about his anti-black woman shit that he tried to wedge in a way to talk shit about black women uh organizers again you know because that's just what he does like he he had to find a way to take a shot but it has nothing like these two niggas are having two different conversations and it has nothing to do with each other except for 
they can put killer mike's face on the front page of nra tv's youtube and be like we got a nigga that y'all claim to respect that the white bernie bro people fuck with we got him to come on here and embarrass himself you know we got him to come on here and basically sell out but yeah i just found that interesting that whole that 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 passage right there and and you don't come to the black women march well you don't though and wouldn't that bridge start both ways so why doesn't the bridge ever start with y'all niggas doing something and then coming to see and then being like well y'all don't support my nra march because y'all don't go to that you're not killing mike done going to that nra march but he ain't going to that other march for a black woman killed either and if you're not if you're not in a reciprocal relationship, why are you in this relationship? Because the same people I see dogging you out will be the same people I see posting a month from now says, "Why weren't you at our Black Women's March?" You know, when you when you have something for so long, especially when we talk about the generations that come into even me, right? Um, some some things with respect to my freedom, I didn't I didn't always feel this way. Yeah, there are things that I learned about and come upon them as time went on. Um, but we do we get to a point where we're like, oh why do we need this we don't need this anymore we, we're, we're so progressive we progress past this yeah, yeah. i'm like you're gonna progress us right off of, right off a of cliff yeah. you keep going in you're this you're gonna direction. progress us into slavery yeah what's <laughs> wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy how sway how how are we gonna get progressive in slavery via gun legislation dog are we gonna is slavery coming back if we don't have guns is that was is that what is that how it works were there no guns during slavery is that a thing was slavery going on only because there were no guns that existed at the time i don't know. just trying to understand so like, you know, people and people say oh, slavery can't exist. Slavery does exist now. <laughs> slavery exists according to the Thirteenth Amendment. They never abolished the, it. The, the same people <laughs> yeah. were telling you we need to abolish the Second Amendment. They ain't they, they ain't there for the documentary Thirteen. Yeah. They're not there at your march to end that. You know that 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 begins to be my question. Like, wait, what? What? These niggas must be hot as fuck. How does that make sense to both of them? How yeah. does that make sense? Slavery exists according to the 13th Amendment. They never abolished Because not the part about slavery. I mean, everybody's seen the 13th. But the idea that the people that are anti-gun don't support, aren't support, aren't, aren't against the industrialized prison complex. Like, I don't, where did, like, where's the logic? When you see the Venn diagram of the part of the pieces, pieces he's trying to say, this opposes this and this is why you're a hypocrite the fucking circles on the venn diagram don't touch each other they're way fucking apart like if i don't uh if i think that we need less guns or better gun control laws i am not also a person that goes but i'm actually okay with mass incarceration for the most part those those diagrams don't touch a lot you know like what the fuck well what was you for this the, the same people <laughs> yeah. who are telling you we need to abolish the Second Amendment, they ain't they, they ain't there for the documentary 13. Yeah. They're not there at your march to end that. You know, that, that, that begins to be my question. Like, what is an ally? Because an ally is not necessarily a friend. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily yeah. a, it's not fam. We have a mutual, mutual interest, interest in something that progresses yeah. us both. Yep. Why are you? But wouldn't your alliance with the NRA be your mutual alliance? You're not friends and family. 
they don't even like your black ass you just want to keep your gun and they want to keep their guns that's an allyship and it creates some strange bedfellows and they got you out here looking real stupid like this nigga is playing you to your face everybody watching this is like wow killer mike is a straight up coon now but okay your allies not fighting your other fights with the same vigor you're fighting these like i told my kids on the school walkout i love you if you walk out that school walk out my house (laughs) now that's one of the things i find interesting because earlier it was you're a puppet for these progressives these adults are telling you what to do but if his own kids were to be like yo i'm inspired and i'm going to walk out because i feel this gun violence shit is going too far well you gotta get the fuck out of my house then now what what about that really sounds like um like what about that really sounds like you're they're not your puppets quote unquote your kids can't protest because daddy say no because we daddy own a gun and daddy only care about that he don't care about your life more than he owned that gun like he'd rather have that gun and you be in danger of getting killed at school every single day of your life he would rather own that gun and a lot of americans have made that choice killer mike's not alone he is one of the few black people that believes that it applies to him we just the vast majority of us black people know that the these gun laws don't really apply to us anyway we don't really have a right to own guns mm-hmm. and if you had a gun then uh like i said it already wouldn't say shit when you got killed by a cop you know they kill niggas just for thinking they had a gun and if you kill a cop your ass going to jail or getting killed ain't no if a ain't no well the cops had guns and i pulled out my gun protecting myself ain't no such thing you know <laughs> i'm laughing but it's so serious that's simple this is we are we are a gun-owning family we are a family where my sister that that laugh of that black man right there was that was like the dave Chappelle gift where he told the camera to keep rolling that's how that felt to me like i can't believe i'm getting this quote i can't believe this niggas just stupid i'm laughing but it's so serious that's simple <laughs> this is we are we are a gun-owning family yeah we are a family where my sister farm. like like he did every that that black dude said did everything but said you you said that wow you just hold keep roll keep it keep the cameras going i'm not gonna say nothing else yes give me the quotes i need killer mike thank you we're a family where we'll fish we'll hunt but we are not a family that jumps on every single thing an ally of ours does because some stuff we just don't agree with here we are we have a march that's going on next week and our biggest celebrities are donating millions to a march while our inner city schools over here are in deplorable conditions we're donating what about the kids in chicago too Karen? i mean think about this y'all are donating to a march but y'all won't even donate to gun turrets outside the cool school that could kill the people rolling up. Think about it. You gonna donate to a march? You won't even donate to a teacher so they can have an AR-15 in their classroom? At least a bucket of stones? I mean... <laughs> Did they got from the River Creek? A brick? Something? Might have I mean, a little bit of algae on it. Hopefully they have uh, algae um, uh, reaction to it. I'm supposed to believe y'all care about these kids, but y'all won't even take the time out of your busy schedule to buy them bulletproof backpacks. Wow. Bulletproof blankets. But I'm the bad guy, right? Because I'm not a sheep. 
okay i won't let the white man own me okay that's i'll go on the i'll go on the, the tv channel of the white man that that literally uh you know is racist but i won't i'm not like the rest of you black people sheep okay i'm different <sighs> great point Three Eric million to a march about gun control but yet we have communities over here that are in economic downturn. like it's it's ridiculous to me yeah. celebrities often <laughs> don't know what to do they're t- spider-man came in the room just now and pointed at killer mike and kill i look back killer mike was spider-man y'all that's what just happened <laughs> celebrities often don't know what to do he should have looked directly in the camera like dwight Schrute. like i'm one of them right now in our tv getting paid getting played told what to do um i had a celebrity very famous like like so well over 20 30 million records mm-hmm. called me and say hey mike what you doing right now i said i ain't doing nothing he said could i call you i was like what's up he called me. He was at a radio station. They were pressuring him to do a anti-gun thing, and I could tell he wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. And he said, "Would you mind explaining them and why you?" And I said, "Very, yeah, very simple." Yeah. I said, "You know, I'm African American. You know, 54 years out of apartheid. I'm a, I'm very pro Second Amendment. This is why. And before you say, well, what about the children? My, my daughter goes to Savannah State University. There was also a shooting on that campus. Talked to my wife. Talked to my wife and daughter after that." The decision was we're going to go to Savannah. She's going to get a gun and train more. So when you ask what about the children? Look, my daughter was on campus where it was school shooting. And we had a conversation. I said, I don't give a fuck about your life. What I care about is having a gun. And uh, the decision was she was going to get a gun too and then maybe she'll come to my side she'll realize that having a gun is more important than being able to do stuff like attend class think about it it's deep and 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 after they say mike we never heard that perspective we surely respect and understand it and they start pressuring him to do something they want to do and that ain't just guns when as a celebrity they ask me hey will you do this anti-bullying drop for radio absolutely not why because your child needs to get punched in the face so he can learn to punch someone back. And that isn't, that isn't saying that it's right to be punched in the face. That's saying as sure as you're an adult, something or someone's going to punch you in your face. And you have to develop the app. I love that the NRA website, the, the NRA TV, has a problem with cursing. They blanked out fucking like three times in this conversation. But you're literally defending weapons that kill people and have been used to kill innocent children. But God forbid our precious ears hear the F-bomb. Oh, no. What would we do then? In the, in the fortitude to fight back. And that's just not in the physical. Yeah. You know, we are raising a generation of kids where everyone gets a trophy. But in real life, everyone don't get a trophy. No. You know, in real life, in real life, the cops don't come on time. You know, in real life, depending on where you live, you're not going to have the time to try to logic your way out of something. You're also not, in real life, we've been in situations where people have been armed and the the shooter still kills everybody. They haven't had the time to to pull out a gun and shoot this nigga back. Element of surprise, a motherfucker. Anyway, um, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, I hate it yeah that's a definite hundred um that i wanted to i wanted to play that because one is everywhere it literally is two i wanted to talk about it in context 
because i could have just talked about it but i want people to hear it for themselves and i'm not misquoting this man or anything like that hold on let me go to the next section real quick mm-hmm. we'll be right back um because like i almost didn't even talk about this on the show um you know i thought about it and uh, was like well maybe i'll skip um discussing this you know um because it's killer mike it's already on brand for him he's been doing stupid shit like this for a minute he's you know um he's one of those dudes i mean he's like huge in the burning movement you know that's fine um he's huge in um you know he was you know he was a dude that like i said bill he defend bill maher saying the house nigga shit but then turned it into y'all niggas don't bank black um that's just kind of oh wait that's just kind of who he is like he says a lot of shit that i'm like i don't fuck with that nigga but um i think it's important if we're gonna talk about it to play it um and to see like the um propaganda at play because the essential conceit of that side is i want to keep my gun and that's it that like everything else around that is just i have to advocate for more guns so i can keep my gun so anytime when these tragedies ha- tragedies happen it's oh that's sad that's horrible anyway more guns everyone would anyone like a gun uh, i like to hand out guns and the thing about gun um the nra and gun ownership that scares the fuck out of me is the ability and the illusion of people feeling safe because they own the gun because common sense history statistics laws everything indicates you are not safe because you have a gun but it does make people feel safe and it's hard as fuck to argue with someone's feelings even when statistically it is absolutely not true because they'll go find the cases of well there was this one guy and thank god he had a gun or else his house would have got ran up on you're like yes that one guy did but there was a lot more guys where their kid found their gun and the kid killed themselves or killed somebody or they you know a a person had owned a gun and was domestically violent and then eventually escalated to killing somebody there's a lot more articles of this person killed their whole family this person this her strange ex or whatever was over to visit the kids and decided today i'm gonna kill everybody there's a lot more stories like that there's a lot more stories there's a lot more stories of police officers shooting people that even if they would have had a gun and shot the police officer another police officer would have killed them too like there's no you got to turn yourself in or well we went to court and uh we realized it's just a big misunderstanding thank god that guy owned a gun uh we're not gonna put him in jail for shooting a cop there's zero cases of that you know so this idea of like well if jordan davis had a gun no the uh, the obvious easier solution is if the dude who shot jordan davis didn't have a gun that stops everything if george zimmerman didn't have a fucking gun like if, if if and that's before you get the mass shootings where you're talking about if this person didn't have a gun 17 people be alive vegas how many fucking people would be alive that dude didn't have a gun but we like no one could have stopped that dude from the fucking shooting back from the concert to a guy who literally had a bunch of automatic weapons essentially fully automatic with that bump stop aimed at them while they attended a country concert who who was supposed to have a gun in the crowd that was going to stop that and we look at these things like they're hurricanes like they're like they're acts of god but they're acts of man 
that have simply been elevated to an act of god because we refuse to do anything and because motherfuckers sit up here and be like well look if everybody would have had a gun it's not even realistic you know like it's just it's just very wild to see and very telling to see how um people are able to kind of uh spin this shit with it and it's like i said it's very simple to me that it's about i just want to have my gun and if it was more complicated than that then we would get more complicated solutions and here's the thing i i absolutely understand how um killer mike feels and how a lot of black people feel about gun ownership i know a lot of people that are super progressive that you know they have video of them going and have i shot at the gun range today i got a gun i'm glad i have my gun and i you know and they they claim to be progressive in every other way and they feel like very revolutionary to have a gun to shoot a gun there's a power to it there's this that is the other and there's i'm not look i don't really give a fuck about them having their guns or whatever mm-hmm. i feel like no one should have a gun including them but as far as like um my feelings about them having that gun or whatever i look past what they're saying it's about them feeling safe correct it's the same feeling that white people have with their unbridled unfounded fears of blackness and why they have guns because they think one day we're gonna wake up in the middle of night and want revenge so they gotta all have guns just in case you know every bullet in america is is sold with the idea of killing a black person attached to it uh guaranteed guaranteed um but yeah that um that is also an illusion for them and they're my friends you know some of these people i love some of these people i admire i look up to some of these people i look at their work i'm like that's dope but they're just as much about the illusion of safety for having a gun and the only reason that having a gun makes them feel safe is is that it's so dangerous to be black in america you just want to feel like you have a fighting chance come on you know but that ain't right either america should change they shouldn't have to get a gun to feel safe america should change so that's the that's the difference you know i'm not saying there's never been a situation i'm saying there shouldn't even have to be a situation where you need to have a fucking gun like and if we would start from the top down maybe we could get to like australia you know i'm sure it's less people and da 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 but there has to be a way other than this shit these kids having to march about it and other than hearing killer mike talk about ramble incoherently about marches and all kinds of shit and the saddest part to me with the killer mike thing is i know for a fact there's gonna be a lot of black men a lot of black people who will a give him a pass on this shit but two act like it made sense that's the part that's gonna bother me it's gonna be a lot because they identify with the rage they identify with wanting to own a gun they identify with the the anger at america i identify with that shit too but there's still logical fallacies all over what that man was talking and rambling and incoherent shit and not making the case and he didn't have to make the case because that black dude was just happy to have another black dude on there willing to be on nra tv and say some shit like that so he didn't have to like no one was there to question him and be like well how why do you say this makes sense because it was in wakanda or this makes sense because marching with black women or this makes sense because you know how like no one's there to question his logic he's just there to get the quote and be like yep got it you know but i really um understand the impetus behind wanting to be like yo i i agree with him 
fuck this shit we should all have guns i feel that feeling but i also know it's just a feeling it's not statistically attached to anything the way that guns kill people in america is not worth having guns you know so all right let's uh move on from fucking with black people that was a lot today (laughs) um and i karen you didn't i I know i talked talked a lot was there anything you wanted to add Mm -mm, okay mm -mm, mm -mm. all right just you just because you don't want to even discuss killer mike is that it no i don't okay Mm -mm. cool i just want to make sure i just want to make sure it wasn't just something i was making up in my head no 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 you're right i Mm-mm. i mean what else is there to say or to add on in six months eight months whatever he'll be back with another clip yeah yeah it's also i think it's that logical fallacy of um i'm contrarian therefore i'm smart and i think a lot of people do that like well i'm in the five percent of people that think this way like yeah but that's because you stupid you know it's kind of like that thing where uh if if someone came in this room and was like you know um you know what it is everybody thinks they're like fucking galileo or some shit you know what i mean everybody's like listen guys i'm telling you the fucking sun does not rotate around the earth the earth rotates around the sun and then everybody's like kill this nigga burn him as a witch (laughs) and that's how they feel everybody feels like they're that dude um in reality you're not right so you know everyone feels like they're they're walking around like that and it's like well actually you're more like walking around telling us that i can breathe we can all breathe water and the rest of us on the shore like nigga if you try to breathe water you're gonna drown yes and you're like you sheep you fools you Ah! sit there and you stand on there like the man wants you to not trying to breathe this motherfucking by the way i don't know if it was galileo that did that um let me just make sure that he wasn't um i think he invented telescope anyway yeah, point i'll being, let you go out there maybe it was ground you good yeah point being this motherfucker is out there like i figured it out and y'all stupid and y'all try to burn me at the stake and people are like we're not trying to burn you at the stake dog we're not trying to get rid of you or cancel you none of this shit we're just saying you're wrong and this is and like this nra shit they don't even like niggas why are you even saying it over there if you gotta say what you're saying why bring the message to them knowing how fucked up they are you know even bernie sanders wouldn't do that you know even like it's just crazy even other coons don't do that like even like ben carson won't go over there and say that coon shit yeah like none of that gave you trouble we don't even have a counterfactual to be like oh yeah remember when this other person went on the nrtv yeah they got them too like nah man you had time you thought about it you scheduled this interview and you did this shit to counteract the parkland kids that's that's what you did that's a real thing that you did man like it's it's really shameful to think about so i don't know dog it's just to me i don't see any difference between this and flat earth motherfuckers the same it's the same impetus y'all sheep y'all believe everything it's like no we're just not stupid like you believe in something stupid dog extra guns ain't gonna fix shit um anyway man um let me uh you know what let's go ahead and move to uh to uh guess the race that'll be fine 
now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and uh everybody playing is racist all right Mm-mm-mm. um all right guys let's get into this uh racism real quick let's do it a man attacked the golden arches at wendy's i mean at mcdonald's oh my god i'm sorry i made a mistake karen let's start over a man attacked the golden arches at mcdonald's okay um this happened in oregon a 37 year old man said was uh, ronald dale the clown he was clowning this dude must be inspired by that wendy's mixtape <laughs> come on he's like this music's so good i'm gonna go fuck up mcdonald's come on a 37 year old man police say tried to destroy the golden arches at a mcdonald's restaurant in oregon after workers refused to make him 30 double cheeseburgers is facing charges 30 double cheeseburgers you taking all the lunch rush what the hell is happening here <laughs> god damn it the news news review reports that police arrested jedediah ezekiel fulton on march <laughs> white <laughs> he sound like he comes straight with the with uh them um amish people that's not like an amish name right at the bible sound like he gonna buy killing mike next mixtape run the fools oh, Lord. um on suspicion of second second degree how did he get that horse and buggy <laughs> listen karen okay i'm trying to tell you he got there <laughs> by churning the butter right he, he got there uh, taking the whip to the horse and the horse rode him up there we was in the drive-thru and all of a sudden we heard this galloping and we was like what the fuck is this on the pa system uh march 16th uh suspicion of second degree disorderly conduct he got arrested second degree criminal trespass second degree criminal mischief and harassment authorities say fulton became upset when the fast food restaurant in the western oregon town of sutherland declined to make his order police say i would have too right i used to, i remember when i worked at mcdonald's it gives me nightmares about busting a lot and then now you gotta make 30 cheeseburgers in an hour right and 30 it's, minutes it's something like that McDonald's. hey if you'd have told us you was coming we'd have got extra food off the truck we're not taking all our lunch rush and giving it to you sir all right except for this guy he he was he was sure they would i mean what was it gonna pay him in shillings what the hell is happening here oh <laughs> uh, so yeah he uh got upset because they wouldn't make it so then he destroyed the banner and then he attacked the arches outside oh so he ran it over with his horse and buggy he also grabbed a person's shirt and a witness uh and that a witness afraid for that person's life pulled out a gun but didn't shoot him anyway karen guess the race jebediah old is white uh it's jedediah first of all <laughs> Get a die of Ezekiel Fulton. Uh, let's check the third, chat. He white. Karen says white. Duggar family director white. Uh, but man, he asked for extra mayo and no seasoning white. <laughs> the real hamburger white. Oregon Trail white. Never die Ezekiel. There are no black Amish white. White. Rest in Greece white. <laughs> white. Not in Greece. 
feed the streets this need this need this never would have happened at mcdougall's white <laughs> white and uh reform mormon with two eyes deacon of the Amish church white white made sure not to fuck with the golden arts white missing out on 30 slices of cheese set him off white oh. white 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 uh oh noriega white 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 white, white uh definitely white and barn raising party favors white the correct answer is and uh it sounds like you guys all got it correct including karen oh, i'm about to say he you was about white. to tell me he was something else we about to have problems what can do organ trail and the mcdonald's just happened to be on the way mm-hmm. sounds like him and mcdonald's had beef <laughs> they the police came and got him in the paddy wagon <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I know these puns are kind of cheesy. <laughs> Only thing that would have been better than everybody. He had a little girl on the side with two, with red hair, and they was in ponytails. Mm-hmm. If Wendy was out there, right? That's the only thing that would have made it more lit. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think so, Karen. That doesn't quite cut the mustard. <laughs> All right, guys, move on to the next one. Let us catch up with the rest of the show. <laughs> can't help myself guys sorry now y'all in on it too yes if you want to be or not I don't mean to make y'all upset guys about this food <laughs> really wish it was a happy meal <laughs> oh, sorry guys <clears throat> <laughs> now nah, i could see him getting mad if he'd asked for a shake because they wouldn't have had none <laughs> the ice cream machine was right. down oh i want to say black then right right now if that was the case i could i could see him uh fucking up the sign for that all right let's go to the next one a man finds out that celebrating his ninety six thousand dollar settlement with hookers was a bad idea (laughs) what ninety six thousand dollars if i can't celebrate with hoes then who can i celebrate with come on come what services did you get you better been having sex in the champagne room for that price easy come easy hoe a bronx Ah! (laughs) it said easy go but come on guys a bronx man who who decided to celebrate a ninety six thousand dollar lawsuit settlement with three prostitutes at a hot sheets motel lost it all when two gun toting pals of the hookers burst in and stole the cash windfall first of all you had it all in cash 
ninety six thousand dollars in cash you just walking around like that like it's the third episode of luke cage are you fucking bananas and then on top of that you walking around with hoes like you just know them like you're not the biggest score of their life what do you not understand what my god my god Mm. he must have thought he ran up on some of them uh pretty woman hoes and with a heart of gold that's not how any of this works no it's not you are a mark and their goal is to get the money victim saul mata Velagas, who was carrying the entire sum in his suitcase checked out uh checked into the van Cortland motel of broadway by the way we will be guessing the race of the victim not the hoes um <laughs> street and Bronx around 10 for your sunday and called for female company three hookers came over had sex with the 30 year old and then suggested that they have a friend stop by with beer and cigarettes mean a pimp you know go good with this post-orgasm feeling of party and we got we have a dude come by with some cigarettes and beer oh you know what ninety six thousand dollars i can't afford better advice than that let's do it around six fifty a.m that company actually a pair of masks going toting men burst into the room grabbed the overstuffed suitcase and lit out with the women if he would have just had a gun you know what i think killer mike was right what am i what was i saying i'm convinced they peeled out in the black minivan and are still at large i'm haunted by this said villagas who had to tell the cops that he had sex with prostitutes and got robbed right uh but ninety six thousand dollars you really do have to give up on the embarrassment and tell the cops i keep playing it over in my mind i was surprised they pulled out a gun i said what is going on i yelled help help i was depending on that money to move my family i'm nervous all the time now i keep replaying it over and over i see the weapon they use clearly over and over and needed that i needed that money bad you lost that money and your family dog i hope you didn't mean like his wife and kids hopefully you mean like his grandmama because i hope so if your wife find out you lost ninety six thousand from fucking some prostitutes Mm -hmm. whoo the divorce can't come fast enough come on uh cops released the photos of both the suspect the government and three women who are wanted for questioning police sources say the ninety six thousand dollar cash settlement was the end result of the suit involving the car accident but didn't have further details karen guess the race of this dude say his name again victim saul mata Velagas. Oh, I want to say white one minute. White, I'm trying to repost it. One minute. So you're saying white? Yes. Okay. All right. You guys guessed the race. Um, did you already ask them? Yeah, I did. It bumped back. Victim song. Oh, I don't know why I don't see it. Okay, oh. I see it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mero fucking it up for the BX Latinx, Latino, possibly Brazilian. Less Jesus, more Mero. Couldn't say no to the menthols and beer black he heard about the black pastor who said he liked titties and pussy so he thought it was okay latinx latino 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 okay everybody's going latino except karen's going black uh he don't bank black white damn somebody went white all right the correct answer is latinx that's for a lot of y'all to chat but for karen I 
how could you possibly have missed that one karen so easy Mm-mm-mm. what happened there Hmm? I, I don't know you bringing 90 something thousand dollars i figured out you had to be white okay well you know what i understand Man, uh, that's a lot of money to be walking to, to, to have the balls to walk around with it and not worry about getting robbed mm-hmm. maybe that's my, my 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 flaw in my logic he basically played the lottery with his money come on um his his picture in this uh profile literally looks like he's calling his wife to be like baby i don't have i think that's a phone call he made baby you ain't gonna believe remember that wreck i had oh oh oh, you are not gonna believe what i had because either way the money was gonna be gone but you Mm -hmm. just have me robbed and he really went and got the like most basic list of prostitutes like this is not ninety six thousand dollars worth of prostitute come on we but i did we not staying at no uh motel right there's, there's gonna be an h for the hotel that i'm gonna be getting i mean get your get your prostitute on but that we that's gonna, stress right there on his face we paying that much money we're gonna be high class mm, they gonna mm-hmm. videotape you going in and coming out no ma'am he look like Benzino on love and hip-hop oh, oh sleaze son oh fam you ain't gonna believe what happened with these prostitutes um all right let's do another one an ex-police sergeant gets 120 years in a florida child porn case Mm, that's open the shut case right there right um a former florida police sergeant was sentenced to 120 years in federal prison for making and possessing child pornography including images downloaded on his patrol car's computer oh but i am Oh. oh so the car walking around not walking around the car rolling around with porn on it mm-hmm. child porn he's like i'm gonna download it on the on the on the cop computer nobody will take the look for it I mean, I mean did he use the 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 at police department.com email address when he set up these accounts i hope he had his um i hope he had his uh chest camera on too the whole I, hope, time. I hope he got everything i bet you that's how they got him oh yeah child porn mm-hmm. zoom in oh mute mute u.s district judge timothy corrigan on thursday sentenced him to uh after or sentenced him after a jury found him guilty of producing possessing and accessing images of child abuse uh the federal prosecutor said the 37 year old kirby used his patrol car's computer to download child pornography dating back to december 2014 oh you don't think the it people gonna clean no you you gonna turn it in for maintenance something like that they're gonna Mm -hmm. run through and clean it a lot of hits from childporn.com i know what is happening here keep in mind a lot of this shit is like federally available if people like question the police for transparency uh federal prosecutors say that okay they also say kirby used concealed cameras to film unsuspecting minors and transferred the pictures to his police computer <gasps> prosecutors say he later tried to delete them live oh live oak police chief alton buddy williams said in a statement that kirby was a trusted friend who betrayed the public and his family uh guess the race of officer uh what was his nigga name kirby what was his first uh cow adam cow adam kirby oh mr kirby was white all right let's check the chat room see what they think of kirby's adventure white and i hope he drops so the soap oh come on trey really really white nobody told me i couldn't do white 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 steve stephen copper philberg white the cockdacity white white kirby is pink 
ha <laughs> kirby is pink though he refers to patrol parks only white the correct answer is white he's white okay but also he's a police officer who was he filming were it people that were in custody were they children that were in custody like you know what i'm saying like what cases does this affect you know like what other things you have to look at in this dude's history because he were you, were you falsely targeting children just so you could record them right so it's like it's deeper than just sitting the by way but like what else does this ripple sitting down you know down the line you know so yep all right let's go to the bonus round guys mm, here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two out of three and let's see if she can go three out of four all right i mean we all have our doubts but maybe this will be I the know, time right maybe this will be the time um a mother crashed her car into a pole to prove to her kids that god is real oh okay gwinnett county georgia police say a mother intentionally crashed her suv into a pole to prove to her two small children that god is real what are they with her that's a lot of pressure i think once you start getting ready to crash to the pole i'm i'm i believe i'm a believer now please take the car back on the road the crash and the five and seven year old kids explanation were all caught on camera of course warren was driving northbound northbound on peachtree industrial boulevard when she crossed into the southbound lanes and drove head on into a concrete pole sitting in the police car children explain what happened before the crash you think she did it on purpose the officer asked yeah because she turned her eyes was closed and she was saying blah 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 i love god one daughter oh. said she didn't want us to just have a car accident she wanted us to know god that god is real police say warren told her children buckle up their seat belts just before she accelerated to the pole warren was frisked and handcuffed right before she got out of the right after she got out the suv now here's my thing if god is real why you want your kids to wear seat belts I mean, if you wanted him to prove every, you know, I mean, you gonna make it easy for him? Just saying. Um, when the officers asked the driver of the vehicle what happened, her first statement was to check her Facebook, and it would explain what happened. They found nothing directly referencing the incident on what appeared to be her Facebook page, but police say she later gave the same reason as her kids to prove that Peter God Aikens, will We have over 200 oh. new 2018 Ford F1. Sorry. To prove that God will protect them. No one was hurt in the accident, but I was to say it could have been much worse. Well, I mean, nothing but the Lord. I mean, you know what I'm saying? To me, it sounded like she was right. I think Karen agrees. By her silence, take that as agreement. Karen. No, I don't agree. Guys, if she is. Nope, I don't agree. Silence is complicitness. This woman is crazy. I have been told silence is complicitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not be silent on this mess. Um, so yeah, it could have been much worse. It could have been heavier traffic at the time. She could have hit the pole right, at such she an angle. Us in the lane. 
what the fuck but the lord was watching over her karen that's why it wasn't worse can't you understand no oh oh okay okay but i'm the atheist y'all i got y'all back christians today karen over here she don't got y'all back i'm the only one that can see it from y'all side mm, uh, no i'm not buying that if it wasn't for jesus Mm-mm. them kids would be splattered all over the road karen Mm-mm. but the lord came down and he said just hit the pole and nothing else children and that's that's why you know god exists he's real karen because y'all got a dumbass mama mm. but thank god god knew they was mama was dumbass he saved everybody no one was hurt in an accident uh it could have been a lot worse could have been heavier traffic she could have hit the pole at such an angle that she did more damage to the car warm remains in jail on twenty two thousand dollars bond but the lord will provide it don't worry about that y'all she's charged with two counts of child cruelty thomas learned the children are now with their grandparents oh no oh those poor kids she shouldn't get them back oh wow wow is that what you would have said to mary after the immaculate conception karen i don't think so right she would have to prove her competency to get it back to get the children back Mm -mm -mm. well guess the race of uh bakari warren 25 years old bakari a white bakari warren a white woman let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe you said picardi i said bakari b-a-k-a-r-i warren you're always allowed to ask for spelling you're always you know you're allowed to ask questions um so now you're going black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe jesus take the wheel white says fine wine twisted evangelical missionary baptist black probably teaches vacation bible school every august couldn't reach back and give the kids a church pinch black ha god said i ain't tell her dumb ass to do shit white uh jesus whispered in my ear let me take the wheel black white confidence is at at its fullest white what would white jesus do i told you so black 53 percent white i just can't even you guys white jan i know you want to keep working here so stay out the drugs white killer mike made me do it white god saves but her insurance company thinks otherwise black um susan smith white black bakari black won't he do it black and he ain't through with me yet black the correct answer is actually black some of you niggas actually did guess white somehow the first ever white bakari and y'all niggas was wrong as fuck like killer mike on the nra tv y'all deserve all that boo did it show up yes it did mm-hmm. those mm. poor babies right Mm-mm-mm. how how does that feel that's how you find out the lord is real Mm-mm-mm. well good for those kids though at least they believe karen and that's what's important <laughs> i think we can all agree kids almost died mm-hmm. and she could have died too <sighs> but they didn't because of the lord karen think you keep skipping over a very important step in the story Mm-mm. where jesus came down to save them kids Mm-mm. 
okay all right wow here i am thinking i'm the cynical one but okay A sword murder accused confessed to girlfriend uh said the prosecution mm. it's a lot of stuff happening there i know right a mckay ice user confessed to his girlfriend he killed a man with a sword during a botched armed robbery oh but the, shit but the lord the lawyer defending mala I'm just say, but the lord well that's what happened in the last one but the lord but the lawyer defending mala owen geisler asked the jury to consider whether tyrone tubby bainton's death was an accident black he was white it appears a tyrone tyrone tubby even tyrone tubby white what i think this in a different country okay crown prosecutor caroline marco outlined her case against geisler during his trial in the supreme court on in Mackay on tuesday geisler 31 has pleaded not guilty to the murder of mr bainton 29 uh from october 11 2015 justice james henry impaneled a jury of eight women and five men including one reserve justice henry told the jury during a lengthy address they were to coldly and calmly and clinically examine evidence put before them by miss marco and geisler's barrister tim ryan mr bainton's mother diane bainton attended the first day of the trial which justice henry said could stretch into a week she was accompanied by leanne pullen whose son tom pullen was a, was killed in 2012 in an unrelated series of events and a small contingent of supporters geisler was also supported in court by a small crowd who sat centimeters from mr bainton's supporters in the aging courtroom small public gallery mr marco gave her opening address miss marco gave her opening address which canvassed the prosecution's allegations it is alleged october 11 2015 just after six o'clock at night the defendant mala geisler murdered tyrone bainton Mala Geisler attended Tyrone's unit armed with a sword, along with two other men who were also armed for the purpose of stealing money or drugs from Tyrone. Money as, or drugs, like he, they were gonna get something. Mm-hmm. As Tyrone was standing behind the front door trying to resist Geisler and the other men from enter, entering, Geisler thrust the sword through the front door oh. at about shoulder or upper body height, which penetrated the door and pierced Tyrone in the neck. With the wound from the sword penetrating Tyrone's neck to a depth of approximately 17 centimeters, it severed his carotid artery and trachea and perforated his right lung. Oh! That stab wound caused Tyrone's death. It is alleged Geisler is guilty of Tyrone's murder, either because he attempted to kill or do grievous bodily harm. Of course, or because he stabbed Tyrone with the sword, which penetrated him through a door, and that act was all in the circumstance of an act likely to endanger human life committed during the course of an armed robbery. Yeah, I agree with all that right Mm-hmm. they probably could have got it easier if they would have just um fooled them like they were friends coming over then of course they would have had to call tyrone Miss Marco spoke out about evidence to come from witnesses, including Geisler's then girlfriend. Now, following October 11, 2015, Geisler's girlfriend at the time learned of Tyrone's death. 
and he had a number of conversations with geisler about it during which geisler admitted that he had stabbed tyrone amongst other things miss marco told the jury the door and the sword would be produced in the proceedings the opening address from mr ryan was significantly shorter he said it is not alleged a direct application of force with a weapon had occurred on someone in full view mr ryan said the jury will need to consider three things and decide whether the murder has been proved the first is that the front door of this unit was not constructed of hardwood timber it was described as being a hollow core door the second point is that no one on the outside of the front door was capable of seeing what was happening behind the door when it was shut nigga you knew he was blocking the door and the third thing is the nature of the injury with that mr bainton suffered which led to his death was determined by the precise position of his body in relation to the door at the moment when the sword came through so basically he didn't mean to kill him mr ryan added an issue that arises was whether mr bainton's death was an accident or defined as defined by the law when approached outside of the courthouse diane bainton chose not to comment the trial continues somebody brought up a good point uh mike in london said are they gonna produce the door you know the door probably can be his own witness yeah they are gonna produce the door and it will they said they're gonna bring the door and the sword so i'm assuming uh much like the doors in jessica jones season two it will have a story to tell we'll have a story to tell all right guys that's it we'll be back tomorrow probably uh until then i love you i love you too